0: In this episode of Man Vs. Marriage, things change. The Podcast. How good do you want your life to be? It's truly about becoming the best version of yourself that's possible. This is Man Vs. Marriage. The Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of Man versus Marriage. It is I the Q Dog in the Moran family studio with my lovely wife, Jeannie Moran. Hello. And as you can tell, we are we are MacGyvering this thing <laughs> because we are in the middle of a situation which we will get into. So please. Bear with us when it comes to the sound. I usually pride myself on how well our, our podcast sound is, how crisp, how clear. This, uh, this is going to take some magic from our producer, Ashley. So let's get right into it. Things change. We all know that. But in this instance, we want to talk to you about the journey we've been on, and uh, you do not want to miss this episode. I'm sure there's plenty of things that you'll be able to relate to as a listener um, with what's going on, but if you are an avid listener of the show, you will recall that, uh, we went through a couple of episodes with a couple of our children, one of them being two A, Mr. Aaron Clutcher. And, um, we're just going to kick off a little bit of discussion about how things have changed. And one of the things that's changed the most is that Aaron decided to pick up and leave and uh that kind of sent the house into an uproar would you say uh just a little yeah it was difficult and i'm not uh i'm not here to call him out you know people adults have to make their decisions but you know it was very it was a very difficult time and in the midst of him leaving um his brother josiah you know we had agreed together that we would bring him out and make him a part of the family and give him an opportunity to have a different life. And uh, with Aaron leaving, um, we gave Josiah the option whether to go or to stay. And we knew it was a bumpy road already, but um, we deci- he decided that he was going to stay and we were going to make the best of it. And I want to give you a quote From a book called. It takes what it takes. And it will kind of sing. The outline of this particular podcast. And the quote is this. (coughs) Adversity is the stress test. For your philosophy. And your process. And that is uh, from Trevor Moad. And man, I hope that is definitely from his book. Because it was in one of my notebooks. That I keep in the truck. And it was right next to. um, A quote from Kevin Hart that shocked me but I know that it was a different pen so it was, it must have been while I was listening to uh it takes what it takes I was just going through some old notes um so with with Aaron leaving and uh that that was difficult we we had several talks about it and it just turned out that uh he had to go his own way and do his own thing Josiah coming in now you know he he loses his brother And it's kind of left here with us now. He's been a part of our life. He was a part of our life way back when he was three years old. um, Pretty intensely. um, Just meaning that he was around us pretty constant.
1: Oh yeah, he lived with us. His whole family lived with us for a a while when they had some situations going on. But um, I don't know. I think Josiah's chosen to stay. We've chosen to help him get on the right path. So although it's a huge change, there were a few really good things that came out of it. One being that our kids learned the hard lesson of, yes, it's your life and your choices, but your choices do affect those around you. Yeah. And um, seeing how this particular situation, and it was also a lesson in say what you mean, mean what you say. Excuse me. Because um, there were promises made. There were things that were said between Aaron and the family and the kids. And with this sudden change, those things are not coming to pass. Those words fell basically flat. And they're um, the kids learned really fast. Okay, if, if, this, if I can't say it and mean it, then I can't say it. Or I shouldn't say it. And it, it's still a struggle. I mean, it's still something they're going to have to learn. But it was cool for me to hear that the kids grasped that and understood the impact of it
0: yeah and like i say i don't I don't want to call him out. If you heard the show, you know what he's endeavoring to do, and we've all set out on a course to make the best of something and sometimes we win and sometimes we lose, and the ultimate outcome for aaron is uh is yet to be seen. um I absolutely love the guy I love him to death and uh and I hope that things work out for his good and ultimately he comes out ahead and accomplishes his goals but there are some good things that happened in right in the middle of a difficult situation because Josiah got to experience um the true well pretty true holiday you know Moran style even yeah. though it was it was, it was more <laughs> difficult because of you know, it was a
1: 2020 version, but you know, it, it's still
0: enough said, right?
1: Yeah, it it was still. Um, he had never had set traditions. He had never had. Um, you know, he didn't understand a lot of the things that we did because he had never had it. something as simple as we make cookies and we decorate them. Okay, well, you make cookies to eat them, not to decorate them. No, we actually make them to decorate them, and nine times out of ten, we don't eat half of them. It's just something the kids enjoy doing. Um, he stayed up and expressed a lot of the things that he didn't do over Christmas. It was a huge deal. Our house, it is a huge deal to put up the Christmas tree. That I mean, they chomp at the bit starting in July. When do we start Christmas? So for him, you know, watching everybody put the tree up at first, he wasn't really into it. And then once he noticed the bits and pieces, you know, we do off on the shelf with autism in the house because they still believe in Santa. So we stick to that. And he actually wanted to take part with the older kids and help set that stuff up and, and put it in motion. And that was pretty cool because, you know, he's doing something for an older, younger brother. And, you know, he's never had that. He's the baby.
0: It's part of (laughs) what, what we are endeavoring as a mom and a dad and family to present to Josiah so that he is able to make a different path for himself. And uh, we we work very hard to make sure that uh, <laughs> you know we're presenting the right picture of what a marriage should be, what a father and a mother should be, and then also what it means to have siblings um, who care. And I'm not saying that he doesn't have siblings who care, but siblings who are there consistently growing up, settling differences, having negotiations, working through chaos and frustration and chores and schoolwork and things of that nature. Yeah. And it, it has not been a, you know an easy ride. It's been bumpy so far, to say the least.
1: It has, and it, it's not a knock against his other siblings, his true siblings, because the situation they all come from, everybody pretty much had to each for his own because once you got to a certain point – You were on your own, and you had to make decisions on what was best for you and which direction to go, and that doesn't necessarily always mean that you can look out for anybody else because, like, in his situation, he was bouncing from couch to couch. Yeah. So um, he didn't have anybody else to look out for. He just needed to make sure that he had a meal and a place to sleep every day. So, you know, it's – right now he's learning – what it's like to be able to go into the kitchen and the refrigerator's almost always full. You know, if he wants something or he needs something, he's learning. You don't just go get what you want. There's a process to ask mom and dad, yeah. present your case. And he he gets frustrated quite a bit because, you know, fast food is deliverable. Let's let's just do this and I'll give you the money. That's great, but that's not what I want you to do with your money. I want you to hold on to your money. You know, he's he's learning a whole other way of life than what he's used to. And transitioning that from being around a group of, you know, 15 to 20 boys that he hung out with all the time to moving into a house with seven teenage females and a 19-year-old male who doesn't think like a 19-year-old and has the temperament of, you know, a really pissed off drunk right now. It's a lot to take on. And you add autism to the mix, and that's just a whole
0: other yeah.
1: gambit. But he's adjusting well. He's got his head on his shoulders. He knows what he needs to do. He's finally got an understanding of what the school program wants of him, what we expect of him. Um, he got his first dose of you're grounded. That was a whole new experience for him. Yeah. But he likes the structure, and he openly admits Like the other day when he talked to you, just as an example, I appreciated the fact that he said, when you go work out in the garage, will you please come get me? I want to do this, but I know me if I don't have somebody asking me or standing behind me and getting on me to do it, I just won't do it. Okay, he's 16. It takes balls to realize that at 16, I need accountability. Can you help me with this? Because I have a goal and I know me. I'm going to be lazy if I'm given the choice. Only because it's what he knows
0: yeah and we're we're working it's it's a process for us, and it's important for us any when any of the kids show interest in something for us to be a part of it, whether it means me watching an episode of some stupid show called vampire Diaries <laughs> um or getting back into basketball which i've I've been out of for a while um I don't know if it was because of the lockouts or what happened. I just got away from basketball, but his dude loves basketball, and I wanna I wanna get into that with him. All right, w- what is all that coughing going on? Um, I want to get into that with him because I want us to be able to connect, but I want to show interest um, and get excited about the things he's excited about. Hunter helped me with that with baseball. I had gotten away from baseball. His love for baseball brought me back to it and you know reminds me of the times where I played where I coached and then uh wh- when he played and so it just it's a it's a new place of connection for us and I took I just took the same approach that I was working with uh with Aaron and you know when it comes to the smoker and teaching him how to how to use the smoker we're teaching him how to cook and how to how to thoroughly be um Self sufficient, which is something that's been an important part of our philosophy as parents. We work hard to make sure that, you know, when these kids get out in the world, as much as we do shelter them uh, when they get out in the world, that they will, you know, be sufficient, self sufficient, and and have things to do. Now, before Christmas, we had some family um, that came down with COVID and we thought it was the end for them. So Jeannie and I had to blaze the trail out of state and and make a trip just a week before Christmas and it was a it was a pretty tough time i mean it was uh what was it a four like a four day turnaround
1: uh five i think we went total of five days by the time we got back cuz we literally got home at 12:01 <laughs> the yeah. night that we got home but um yeah and, it, it was a, a a quick decision we had a, we had about a month of ups and downs and you know we we'd, we'd kind of gone back and forth in discussion and on the third one I called Quincy in tears and said okay I don't know what to do with this and he just made the the quick decision pack a bag we're out and we went and did what we needed to do thankfully everything worked out in the end but it has still been a huge up-and-down process um, yesterday was the, the first day I think we all were able to fully breathe
0: yeah, in, through the
1: in almost 2 months.
0: And then you get to the point where um our our house directly gets affected with COVID. So we had some Moran family members here in our house uh test COVID positive and then, you know, the, a lot of us <laughs> test COVID negative, but it put us in like three two consecutive three technically three consecutive quarantines. Where it stretched out, and now uh, not only are the kids doing school from home, but now I'm doing work from home.
1: And mommy is down. (laughs) And
0: and mom went down. Mom, yeah, Jeannie definitely got the worst of the COVID. um,
1: Thankfully, we got the light end compared to what some people are going through and what other family members have gone through. But for our house, if you can picture nine teenagers... All trying to do school and autism running amok and dad trying to work in the space of our bedroom and then mom goes down hard and can't function. I mean I slept probably fourteen, sixteen hours a day for a good three days.
0: Yeah. And um of course the kids the kids really stepped up and they they really shined through that.
1: They did. They really did.
0: Just taking the responsibility of the house so I could work and uh you know just try to manage hunter and kirsten uh while work is going on and that week of work we had uh we had our annual meetings for the company, so you know for several hours, I was on zoom meetings while the kids were on zoom meetings it was it was an interesting time but with us being quarantined, that means, you know, we're not going out of the house, we're not uh going out shopping, so we're having to order through Instacart or Walmart online, and then there's no more going to the gym, so we have to figure out, you know, putting this makeshift um garage gym together and in uh it is I mean it is easy if you're gonna work out at home just to decide I'm not gonna work out today. Um it's a lot easier to do have that. You
1: got a DJ in your ear going, Where are you? Where are you? Where are
0: you? <laughs> Well, I got me in my ear. So, fortunately, you no, know.
1: I, I need the gruff voice behind mm. me.
0: <laughs> what is up, man versus Marriage Nation? It is the Q Dog. And I wanted to let you know that uh, I don't generally get excited about a whole lot of things. I just live an excited life, but I get jacked up and excited. When people get excited, and my favorite person is Jeannie, and when she gets excited, man, it gets me all fired up, and that's why I want you to go over to Etsy and go to a shop called Love and Blankets, Love, A-N-D, Blankets, and I've had 11 blankets made, and I have to tell you, they are fantastic quality, very, very easy to order, and You've heard the saying before that you get what you pay for. Well, when Samantha makes you a blanket, you get more than you paid for. And it's called Love and Blankets. There is no offer code. There is no coupon because she's not sponsoring the show. I was so impressed that I just asked her permission to share it on my show. And for more credibility for Love and Blankets, here is Jeannie to tell you about her blanket.
1: My King's blanket that you bought me? It's yeah. my favorite. He bought it for me for Christmas last year, and I think I've used it almost every single day because you like to use the air conditioner when it's hot. <laughs> but, it, yeah, it is my favorite. It's kind of heavy, weighted, um, extremely warm. And I don't share because it's my King's blanket. So, But we got um, different characters and different teams and stuff for the kids, so everybody's got their own, and it's been really cool so far.
0: Customize your blanket. Love and Blankets. On Etsy, let Samantha take care of you. I'm telling you, your wife will absolutely love the blanket. I don't know if that's why she calls it love and blankets. But hey, go do it. All right, we out. So with that, you know... With us looking at, we're in California, so we've been on perpetual lockdown anyway, but still we had some freedom to move about to get some shopping or things like that done before we quarantined ourselves. And we did, we just made the choice to quarantine responsibly. I mean, you can sneak out with your mask on and nobody knows, but, you know, we're, we, we work hard with integrity and doing what's right, even when nobody's looking. So we just decided that we would stay inside, stay quarantined. And uh, try to get through it as a family, you know, get the house disinfected as best we could while we're still breathing each other's air and get through it. And and thank God we're on the tail end of it. But with that came the idea that are, do we really want to make the kids go through this distance learning? and Or do, since there's not going to be a true high school experience, do we want to give them the option to work through and graduate faster and get on to either college or their career? And so that's that's another thing that's changed for us, and we do have some kids that truly want to do it. Um, and then yeah, another piece of this with things changing is Hunter's anger has just... It's been growing, and we're trying he, to...
1: He's cooped up. I think that's a lot of it, because we, we were going to school a, a day or two during the week, and that helped, but because... There were staff members that were continually being exposed, which means the kids are exposed. And Hunter and Kirsten both have pre-existing health situations that Kirsten, of all people, we have to be extremely careful with. Um, The way her brain works, she doesn't cough properly. She doesn't, you know, if she was to throw up in her sleep, she doesn't jump up and get sick. She just lays there and lets it happen. So there were a lot of things that we had to consider. So being that we already had family that, was serious and was touch and go for a little bit. We weren't sure if we were going to have to bail and go out of town like we did. So we were trying to keep me safe and Quincy safe and keep everything out of the house and stay away from everybody. So we didn't jeopardize whether or not I had to go somewhere. And then, so we took the, the kids out of school completely for a month. Well, given all the stress and everything that I was under, we chose to take them out of virtual also because I couldn't sit and focus. Yeah. In the mental and emotional state that I was in. It just it was not feasible. So um, I think that kind of added to it. And then dad's home to work. And Hunter can't grasp that dad's working. Because dad's home. And if dad's home, then I should be allowed to have boy time. And we should be able to watch TV together. And I should be able to do these things that I want to do. And that's not how it works. Because dad's on a Zoom meeting. And you have to keep autism quiet. <laughs> which is a feat in itself. So we were kind of taking turns in figuring out a routine for him yesterday, finally getting him on that zoom call with his class, I think made a world of difference. Hopefully we'll be able to get him back into that routine. Um, The school wants him back on campus. I'm still not okay to let them back yet since we got hit once already and only three of us got it. I'm still hesitant to release them back into school because if they catch it now, that puts you back on quarantine. That means we're back in the house working from home. And that just screws it It just starts us all over again. So we're kind of in that adjustment phase of what's, what do we do now? Yeah. You know, we're kind of in the middle and we don't know what we're supposed to do next.
0: Now, in the middle of, of all that going on, you know, Jeannie is still working hard to try to complete her novel because she's going to be kicking a minimum of one of those novels out.
1: Three by the end of this
0: year. Like I said, a minimum of one this year and it uh with all that was just spoken that really this started all this started um around thanksgiving so we're kind of giving you back when you know from aaron till now
1: aaron started the the week of our anniversary so it's been since like november 7th yeah we've we just been a complete emotional roller coaster for yeah
0: and and, and <clears throat> not like there wasn't already things going on early in november that had the entire country in an uproar Uh, in our political system. And then uh, that creates emotions either way. And, and so I know that everybody, everybody with a beating heart is going through something and we're sharing our journey um, because it's important uh, for each of us to stop and take a look back at where we've been and then figure out which way we want to go forward. And that's why we're sharing our journey with you, because I want you to take a look guys at what, what it is you've been going through so for maybe like the last 6 months or so and i say the last 6 months which be 7 now because one of the one of the focal points of 2020 was losing my grandpa in june of last year so i'm kind of just using that as like a a catalyst for you know so that was a major life event and then where did the year where did it go from there i mean there was a major bright spot um At the first year when Alabama, you know, um, laid waste uh, to Notre Dame (coughs) as well as uh, Ohio State and claimed their 18th national championship, uh, solidifying Nick Saban as the greatest of all time when it comes to head coaches. So, I mean, that was exciting, Um, but I didn't even get to watch that on my regular television because one of our children broke my new TV downstairs. All the life
1: lesson of restitution. Um, yeah. yeah,
0: that's a, that's a that's another story where, you know, you talk to kids about you know horseplay and and whatnot all the time, and then somebody throws a penny at somebody, and they dodge it. It hits the TV, and then the TV I got in April is down for the count, and there's no protection plan, Geek Squad, nothing.
1: And our favorite, I was just what happened was. Okay, so let me just explain. I understand you're upset, but let me just tell you all of those things just were fell on deaf ears because the big TV <laughs> right before the game <laughs> a week before our major game. It's like, dude, just take your licks, figure it out. Now it's you're just going to work it off.
0: Yeah. Anytime <laughs> you get a <coughs> you and the cough lady? COVID Shut up! Get over it already. But you know what? You cough anyway all the time. We got to get sophisticated and get you a cough. Button. Oh,
1: focus! Get off
0: my and stop. Dude, you said focus. I thought another f word was coming out. <laughs> oh, not and... yet. <laughs> um, but yeah, right in the right in the in the middle of that, you know, um, that was a big, that was a big lesson. You know, it was Josiah. He was throwing a penny at Ashland. Those two war against each other. But in the middle of that, it was like. His first thought when he broke the TV is they're going to boot me out.
1: He actually thought we were going to kick him out because in previous situations, had he done something like that, that would have been the first response.
0: My first response was choke him out, but I didn't do it. But we, it, it was a lesson in what family is supposed to be when you're committed to one another. Because we're committed to each other as a family. And I told him, I said, dude, kicking you out never even crossed my mind. But he is going to work to pay off that television because i had to i had to dip deep into the savings for us to get another tv we do a lot of uh and i guess it's more important now than ever we do a lot of family time around sports
1: hockey is back and i'm a happy girl
0: you are <laughs> you are a very happy girl anyway to finish this up genie's fighting to finish her novel And uh, then she stumbled upon an exercise that is that has been helping her and we'll bring the exercise to the podcast so that it can help you. I myself am going to do it. I'm working on the power voice in the midst of all this and failing miserably to be consistent with that. And if you know me, I hate not being consistent and not accomplishing things. Um, and then it just feels, it's that over overwhelming feeling or, or ever present feeling that there hasn't been a break between 20 and 21, which there never really is, but there hasn't been that break to let the dust settle, take a deep breath and get started on the next chapter. Um, uh, and it's, it's been, it's been very difficult, but it's that way for all of us. And it's how you approach the next evolution of your situation, that can make it a success, or it can make it the same old song, second verse, and that's really the most important part, aside from our journey. I'm glad to get on here and talk to Jeannie about what we're going through and let you let you listen in because I believe you can pick out areas of your life where things are changing and hearing us may help you gain some perception on your life and what's changing. Maybe you'll go to your wife and ask her, how are you doing? Things are changing. How are things going with you? How are you doing today? How is your heart or however y'all communicate? So what we're going to be doing is looking at how we're going to recalibrate after recognizing all this change and what is our approach going to be to move forward. We have really, really big dreams in this family, big goals they're not wishes, dreams, or, or hopes. They're actually goals that we're gonna get into. What are you looking at me like that for?
1: I was just thinking. All I can think is the big 2021 coffee
0: talk.
1: Yeah, <laughs> this is gonna be a big one. <laughs> yeah,
0: it is. It is. And uh, returning to you know the Moran Moran coffee talk or whatever the crap we were gonna call it. Um, while it doesn't seem important, it seems to us that we need to look at where we're at, and so. Um, I made a purpose outline for 2021 that you've already heard about, and I um, discussed with uh, little Mo today that instead of doing that once a year, I'm going to put that into practice for whoever wants to at the house to do it once a month to see how did last month go, what did I like and appreciate, and then what is it that I would have done differently, and what is my plan this month to get to do it better. And that, that I believe will help us as a group to conquer these goals because they have some lofty goals. We have lofty goals and we need to check the boxes and get it done. So that'll be the next thing we do is just talk about what our plan forward is. And uh, that's something that we may share with you in some future episodes. Um, but I really, I really think it's important. For us to sh- continue to share our journey because I want you to look at your journey, where you are, what you're facing, what you're going through so that you can make sure that you are on the path to living life on purpose. It's very, very important to live life on purpose and you need to know what that purpose is and it's part of you creating that so you do it. I really appreciate you listening. I know it's been a hassle listening to us without the typical... Um, Sound equipment, uh, but we got to make sure that our producer stays safe and we don't spread this COVID 19 garbage. garbage to her. And uh, so we're just taking every precaution necessary. Um, thank you for listening. We really appreciate it. I am Quincy the Q Dog in the studio with Jeannie Moran, and this is Man Versus Marriage the podcast how good do you want your life to be you gotta live on purpose for a purpose it's truly about becoming the best version of yourself it's possible this is man versus merit the podcast